0: Hello and welcome to the latest Leash Today Talking Sport podcast. I think I'll double this up as a Talking Sport and a Lovely Leash podcast. My guest today is the great Pat Critchley. Um, Pat has a new book out, his third book. Uh, this is called A Coaching Way, Insights, Strategies and Tools for Successful Coaching. Um, what's the motivation for the book, Pat? Where did the idea come from?
1: I had thought of, um, of, of uh, writing a book of, uh, about coaching and uh, my experiences of coaching over the years. And... Lots of times if, if uh coaches were asking f- for a, advice that y- you could be given a bit of advice over the phone or over a chat and that say do, do do you have that written down yeah. or do you found it written down and a lot of the time it wasn't written with none not to say that you'd have notes for your for your sessions and yeah. what you plan to do for the year and all of that, like but it wouldn't be in in a format that would that would um that, that, that you could give to a to a, to a so coach. Yeah. So so it was probably Getting it, getting it out of the head and onto the page. Yeah, like, and yeah. um, then when the um uh, when COVID hit the first lockdown and there was no coaching going on, I, got, I started on it. And uh, when the coaching opened up, then I didn't have as much time and went off it a little bit. But over the last year now, I've done a lot of work on it and uh, and uh, it's come to fruition. And uh, I'm very happy with with, uh, with the way it has turned out. Yeah.
0: You've um, you've probably about 50 years coaching experience I was reading in the book That you started your, your first coaching role Was when you were under 16 Or over an under 14 team Is that right? That, that's
1: right It was in the We, we played um, But our summer started The basketball but be- Between the Hurling And football seasons In the primary school And uh, he didn't know Anything about basketball He was from Kilkenny From Callan uh, But he just wanted To keep us Active and yeah. busy Between the two Other seasons yeah. And he got He got um. got um, Jimmy Griffin and Billy Bland to come down from the the, uh, the local basketball club for two coaches and uh, so uh, the Leash championships were played through schools uh, under 11, under 12, and under 13. For basketball. In, in basketball, yeah. yeah. And the finals were in the old bingo hall and uh, there were, were huge events. Uh, even the juvenile finals would be yeah. packed out there and and um, and then you joined the club under fourteen okay so so I joined under fourteen it was a very vibrant club
0: he's is is under 11, 12 13 it's sort of a feeder system for the yeah, club obviously. Twice, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um I like, unless so what there was was a huge interest in leash, like uh you know this part was Malik the rock had a team in it. and Balnail had a team, and it uh, obviously Port Tarton were huge and uh, and then in the uh, and the club was flourishing, but then in in the years between our under fourteen to under sixteen, we had a real really good uh, group coming coming through, and Pat Dalton and Padraic Hulan were were coaching us, but but the club almost disintegrated, and there was uh, there weren't very many adults in the club, and uh, so place there was a number of adults like like Pat and Pajo and uh, we were running the club ourselves, we were running youngsters ourselves, so uh, I remember I was. I was secretary and I was only sixteen, and, right. um, and we were having meetings down in our house in Saint Bridget's or up in Jerry Conroy's house, Marion Place. And uh, so, uh, the under fourteen girls had no coach, so I, I was playing with the under sixteen boys, but I coached the under fourteen mm-hmm. girls, and that's how I got started coaching. Yeah. That's nineteen seventy six. So it's and did you did you have a love
0: ago. for the coaching? It, 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 people often describe coaching as like a, you know the coaching bug or whatever. You must have got that sort of. Enjoyment from it from that stage straight away, did you?
1: Uh, I did, ju- yeah, yeah. Stra- straight straight off. Yeah, it's a um, um, brother. Summers was a, was a huge influence on, on me uh, in my primary years, and uh, I'd say probably the reason why I've being a coach and, and, and also a teacher, I'd say yeah. you know subconsciously would would have yeah. been his influence. You know,
0: yeah, he features throughout. This is your third book to, to write. You wrote obviously Hungry Hill, which was a phenomenon at the time. I think two thousand eight that came out. You wrote a book about Bruno, your friend and neighbor, which was packed full of stories and anecdotes. This one is stories and anecdotes as well. But there's a strong coaching team throughout. It is a coaching book. Um, just explain the sort of the, the sort of the approach behind it because there are three distinct sections in the book yeah the first the first section um is 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 why
1: we coach so the the the, um it's only one chapter in the first section it's it's a philosophy of coaching and um and uh, i'd say a lot lot of coaches just begin maybe their youngsters are playing and get involved uh, like that or maybe they've just finish their playing careers and they want to give something back because they got a lot of, out of uh, the the game themselves and um, and they just get stuck into coaching and and then they just coach from year to year and year to year and sometimes we never reflect on why we're coaching you know and it's very very important to reflect on why we're coaching and what the influences uh, what influences us uh, as 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 a because because um, that ultimately will affect um, the 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 other. Two main sections, which which is what we coach, but especially how how sorry how we coach, yeah. you know, and uh, and you know a lot of the influence that Better Summers would would have had would have hugely influenced uh, the way I played as a player, but but also uh, the way I coached okay. uh, throughout the years. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you say like obviously your philosophy. A lot of people get into coaching, as you say, the kids themselves or whatever, or, they're, or they're finished playing the influence of a coach, as the influence of a teacher, is huge and a lot of people don't realise it. Like there is a huge responsibility that comes with being a coach or a teacher, and in this case this case a coach, and that can be both positive and negative.
1: Yes, um uh, sometimes when I was doing coaching courses over the year, I would start with, with that point and, and I might ask the group there could be twenty coaches doing a course there, um, or prospective coaches and uh I said to, to think about a person that had a huge influence in their lives um and outside of their family you know and um and and the majority of them would would either name a teacher or a coach and sometimes it was the same person yeah you know like and uh, so so um so teachers and coaches have can have huge influence um uh and uh, it's very important that it's a positive influence because there is that responsibility you know yeah. like um for for to have a positive I- influence, and um, no, that shouldn't make it daunting yeah. either for for someone to. Um, that's a reason for someone not to coach, but yeah. but but it does take take on. Uh, you do have to take on the responsibility as well, and uh, to make it a positive uh, uh, influence, and uh, and you uh, you you know like um, sometimes. Uh, success uh, they just look at a lot of courts look at success is is winning and losing and it is important everyone wants to yeah. win and everyone wants to win county finals everyone wants to win all irelands uh, but um but said uh, the the beginning of this book and at the, the end of the book uh, uh at the end of the book uh, and i mentioned this at the end of Hungry hill as well as uh was a night i went down with my dad down to uh Thirty-four. I just placed to Billy Bowen. He was il- ill at the time, and my dad and uh, Billy were friends all their lives. Yeah. Like, and Billy, Billy played in nineteen forty-nine All Ireland. Like mm-hmm. that was the last All Ireland we had a, in hurling that we were in, and um, and he never spoke about the All Ireland, and he never spoke about all the county finals that were involved. That Billy won, that Dad won in the football, or, the, or that we won yeah. when they were over us and our mentors, um, they talked about uh, the, the games we played after Mass on a Sunday morning, yeah. and, you know, come home from Mass and went up to the top field before there was houses there, then down to the bottom field or on the road even, and we played with our fathers yeah. and uh, and you know, like, like Osmosis, uh, they passed on a huge love of the games. Yeah. And and that's what they talked about, you know, and and Billy said, "Just Paddy, we had great times. We had we just we had Billy, we had great times." And uh, so in thinking about that, um, I- if success for a coach is is passing on a love of the games, every coach can be successful.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, like if you take that perspective and that philosophy on it, um, not every coach is going to win win in All Ireland with their team or win a county final, but every coach can do that. And uh, and if you do that and if the if the kids and the players that you coach um, end up with having a love for the games, um well they've had a good experience okay, as well.
0: Yeah and the coach has done a good job, obviously. I've been on some of the tourists, the Leinster Council GA coaches and one of the tourists is Irish for journey. And I think one of them the, the ideas behind is that you're on a, co- a journey and the kids are on a journey and that success is getting them back next Sunday and getting them from under seven to under nine and under nine to under 11 because if they're coming back, they're obviously enjoying it. Um, and, and that's sort of the, the idea of what you're saying with your dad. Like He wouldn't have kept going back and back and back if it hadn't been so enjoyable for all of you. The other thing you, you mentioned throughout your book, you referenced the great John Wooden, who was one of the most famous uh, basketball coaches uh, in, in America. Well, one of his things he was asked, I think, what he missed most, and it wasn't winning or l- winning the big games or the big games. It was the sort of the camaraderie and the feeling of being with people when you yeah. were coaching them. Is that a huge uh, amount of enjoyment that you've got out of it over the years? Yeah, and
1: and um, he was amazed when he, when he was asked. Um, you, you know, he, he was, he, he, would, he could say that he, he, wrote, he wrote the Bible of, co- of coaching and and, uh, and he, he was the most successful um, uh, uh, college course in American history when um, 10 NCAA championships. And when he was asked what he missed, he said <coughs> what he missed most was being in the gym with his players, yeah. uh, coaching, the actual practice session. Yeah. The session, the, it is all about the process for him about the experience from about the the about being there with 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 his team and with his players and 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 developing those players and the team and trying to uh, improve the performance uh, constantly yeah. and it was it was that that he missed it wasn't he didn't mention any of winning the yeah. the the the, um, the NCAA yeah. championship games or you know like no it was it was uh, it was all about uh,
0: and is that the same the for you? Th- like, do you like you've coached school crease three basketball teams, ladies football teams? You've coached Leash ladies football teams. You've coached Leash senior hurlers. You've coached your own Port Leash hurling. You've coached Sigerson Cup. You've been across so many different. Is it the involvement with the players for you is the most enjoyable part, or the planning, the sessions, or what? Wh- what for you is the most enjoyable part? Well,
1: it, it is that. Um, it, it is that just that that experience, and and also, I the challenges like you know the, there's there's just um, different situations um, um, y- you know uh, brings uh, different challenges and uh, and and uh, and try- trying to uh, to build um, relationships and build cohesion there's one chapter there on team cohesion uh, with with your group of players um, you know you go into a new situation that 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 uh, you begin the building blocks uh, of that, you know, and uh, and I'm um, trying to and and get uh, that cohesion. That it's almost like a movement then that we're all like like sometimes the the coaches is, is is part of the group. Now the, now the coach once once we decide what we're going to do and how we're going to play and everything then um, then then the coach uh, is in charge of that. Yes, you know, yeah. like uh, but uh, but sometimes it doesn't have to be. My way or the highway. Like some coaches kind of go down that line. My way or the highway. Like I always thought that if um, if you're open to um, ideas, you need to be open to ideas. And there's a section in the group and the book on a growth mindset. Coach needs a growth mindset. And some coaches feel that uh, if an idea comes from someone else, that that their um, command of the situation is somewhat, um, uh, you know, degenerate. It, it doesn't. T- an actual coach should takes on ideas whether it be from a player or or a fellow um um partner in the management or anything and they think, yeah that's a good idea yeah. i think we could go to like that's showing huge confidence in themselves yeah
0: you know, that they're it's, able it's, to take on it's not these, a, it's yeah. you know it's not weakness
1: it's a it's confidence that they're able to do that and uh they don't fe- feel as if they're they're of the situation as 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 um has been weakened yes, you know yeah.
0: uh, you, you uh, mentioned in the book is that like you were coaching 50 years and like you do coach education and you're still involved with, with kids teams and Portleash adult teams hurling in football, and football and, and that but you mentioned it's, it's not like a coach someday wakes up and says ah I've got it <laughs> you know you're always learning
1: yeah yeah. Th- like um, uh, there's the thing that, uh, this book and I don't think any coaching book you, this is the way you do it, like yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know. There's no such thing. You don't wake up and say, "No, I'll have it now." I know how yeah. to do it now. Like you, you have. To, that's why the, the idea of the growth mindset. You're constantly um, trying to do things better and to learn. And, mm-hmm. you're, you, and if you're doing that, then there's a good chance that uh, a lot of your players will have that growth mindset, mindset as well, yeah. and they'll be trying to do to do the same. And and even though I in in that first chapter, I give. Not of my influences and yeah. what influenced me but I, I do say at the end of it that um, you've got to be yourself yeah. you've got to be you're, you got you can't just clone yourself on a on, on a model of, of s- some coach that's in high profile yeah. you, you you every every Player is, is, is a unique player. Every coach has to be a unique coach as well. You and can't can rock
0: up to the Portlaoise under seven hurlers thinking you're Brian Cody. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. P so cap and ready to yeah, go. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, I know um, I have it in the book that I just taught uh, with regard to a, a growth mindset and being challenged and trying to get better and better all the time was, uh, was Larry Bird's quote that um, that he, he, he's, he played against... Um, you know, the famous rivalry with Magic Johnson with the Celtics and the Lakers, so he would have played against massive teams and massive players and everything. But actually his quote was that he always felt that he played against the game. Yeah. He was trying to see how good he could be against the game, and he was doing that right to his last game. Yeah. He was always trying to be better, to do something a little that little bit better, to get an edge uh, against the game. The, the opposition... Was only allowing him to do that, Yes, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah which is cool. a great. I thought it was a great. Um, it's a great quotation from a great player. Sure, yeah. um, that that could be taken on board not just by every coach but by every player. Yeah,
0: every person, even you know, like every it's person, a b- the bigger yeah. scheme. Yeah. Um, what one great anecdote you have in the so in, in the book is people are fixated on drills, and you often tell me this story. Have you drilled for such a thing, Pat? Or we with a team, have you drilled for 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 tackling, or have you drilled for scoring, or whatever? And you give the the, you have the anecdote in the book about teams practicing the drill over and over again, which mightn't even be match relevant.
1: Yeah, that, that, um, yeah, that would be. oh do um, you say, Pat, have you any new drills? Or they might say, have you a few drills for a bit of variety? Yeah, you know, like and um, but uh, what, what what Awfully, the book does here is it just shows where everything fits in, and it needs to fit in. You know, like so so sometimes they might Go to a course and get a drill and bring yeah. it back, and it's inappropriate for maybe the age, not just the age group, but maybe the level, and it might be inappropriate for the way you want to play. You yeah, know, yeah. and they're trying to fit the drill into the, the yeah, their session
0: rather than the other way around.
1: say there's variety, but at the end of the day, the, the your players, uh, no matter what age group they are, they, they need to enjoy what they're doing. But it, but it's not a variety show, yeah. you know, and especially younger age groups. Um, uh, variety but not, not not at the expense of like relentless repetition of the of the fundamental skills because um, ki- kids will enjoy it. They, they want to be with their friends they want to enjoy it but they will enjoy it once they're able to master the skills and our our job as the coach just. You, you need relentless repetition for it to get those skills. Now, then you got to put them into situations where they're making decisions and all yeah. of that comes into it as well, you know. Uh, but um,
0: you're saying in that regard, though, like that there's like people can get games-based coaching is a big uh, thing at the moment. That, well, people can, can turn can you know turn their nose up at like kicking the ball back and forth to a, a, a teammate in a training session. Nothing wrong with it.
1: No, no uh, and and it, it it does need that repetition does need to be there and. We, we've just got to be careful as coaches that that we don't become coaches of great drills. Mm. You know, yeah. like it, it, things need to fit in and things need to be appropriate for what we're doing. And um, you know, because everything looks brilliant and it's and 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 they're going to the right cone and they're yeah. doing it like it's 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 fine. But y- you you know, it does need to fit to fit into the way we want our kids to play. And s- sometimes you know, thinking about we just coach skills up to under fourteen and then start out but like if you, if you haven't coached uh, your players to get their head up and scanned, like they can't make good decisions if they don't do that, and if they get in habit if you allow them not to do that for thousands and thousands and thousands of times by the time they get to under fourteen, it's very very difficult <laughs> to it's change habits you know <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. whereas if they're just getting the head up, getting the head up, getting a wide scan. Um, you know, and getting back to nineteen seventy six and starting coaching and everything, we were already going down to the Dungarvan basketball camp, so we we, we were we, we were actually doing drills to help our peripheral vision yeah. our wide vision and uh, peripheral awareness, like as well, aware of everything that was around you. That was back in the nineteen seventies, yeah. you know, like uh, and that's hugely important that we begin to teach that. Um right from, from the orgo go and uh, as part of it in the communication is ask questions you know so so sometimes I, w- I would get a ball and I'd just kick it up the field like and with the youngsters and say uh, I'm going to do this twice now I'm going to uh, and the second kick I'd I'd scan and look and I'd give it to a person uh, now which one of those was a pass one of them was a kick the other one was a pass or oh, the second one the second one I would then you know, so why was that but, um, and they'd, they'd get it because you looked oh yeah, so if you don't look it's not a pass Know, like, uh, and, you know, like, and, you know, so you're asking them, if you ask them, you, you
0: empower their
1: own learning yeah, as well,
0: you know. They learn quicker. The other great one you do tell me from time to time is about having the race against the ball. You tell us that, what the, the you you, you kick the ball and say, Pat, I want you to beat the ball.
1: That, a, yeah, yeah. So we'd, we'd to say, we'd have done this, say, fast break basketball and I'd, I'd get the fastest player, I'd ask them who's the fastest player on, on the court and, um, I, I would have a, a teammate at the halfway line and, uh, so it would line up on the foul line and um, say wh- when I say go now I, w- I want you to get to the half line before the ball and I yeah. pass the ball Um, it's impossible yeah. and I say um, no you're not listening to me we'll try it again you have to get to the half line before the ball you know and I'd pass the ball yeah. again and 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 uh, you know don't worry you're not listening I can't do it no you can't do it because nobody can do it nobody can go faster so nobody than ball. can go faster than the ball so when we're going fast break if someone's free up the court yeah. you pass the ball yeah I won't that one with the
0: quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want mm. to do a competition someday. I would see which of them can beat the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll all have a go at that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the other t- things that, yeah, um, you've got great uh, endorsements of the book, like Mick Dempsey, uh, you know, a huge figure in alongside Brian Cody for years has endorsed the book. Cheddar, great Cheddar Plunkett, your teammate and friend for many years, um, Pat Rowe, another teammate and friend for many years, has endorsed. But uh, one of the the pieces I enjoyed in the book was. The introduction from Pat Dalton and Pat is a guy who has had a huge influence on you over the years and his reach and influence on coaching has been very widespread
1: well, uh, uh, yeah and like, um, he he's an incredible person like uh, we we meet uh, I, I, I met him for a coffee just yesterday there and um, and and thanked him for all his help for for, the, for with, with the book and everything and when we better make us home um, and it's he he's down at the weekend we usually meet Pat Dalton right. um, and um uh, he, he was way ahead of his time and what he was doing um, and I often asked him that's why I just at the beginning of the game plan chapter I, I put in about basketball influences because um, it, it begins with doing defensive principle of basketball and it shows how those defensive principles are used in a high press in Gaelic football and then how you put all that together into a session where everything fits and put um, but like um like I, I I often ask Pat, said, Pat, how how are you doing? The stuff you were doing back in the nineteen seventies, fifty years ago, like and so he, he made the point that um, that basketball was a professional game in in the late eighteen nineties in the states, you know, and then on and off it was uh, on and off has been a professional game since. Like so, if you take it that the the GA manager is such yeah. only. Came to work in 1974 70s, yeah, yeah. between Kevin, Kevin Heffernan, Heffernan yeah. and, and uh, well they were already up and running 70 years Class like you know age. and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. 74 was when we were down in Garvin Baswell yeah. and uh, and Pat went to uh, coaching courses in um, up in Belfast yeah. and and I reckon it it was probably the the um, the American military after the Second World War was stationed in Europe. that brought the game okay. to Europe and, and that knowledge to 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 Europe and and we had American coaches in Dungarvan. We but we had Pat Dalton. Like he went up, absorbed all that. And there was coaches went from Port Harlington. You could see the same, um, you know, systems of coaching, principles of play being coached in, 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 in the clubs. And they brought that knowledge back. And you you know, it's funny that it's only in very recent years that you would hear, say, on the Sunday game, you you, you would hear uh, terms like uh, backdoor. They're actually using the word "cut" now, yeah. which in basketball is a is a run without the ball, yeah. and uh, uh, backdoor cuts, high presses. Uh, you know, we, we we were using peripheral vision even. Yeah. We, we were using all those terms in the 70s, like yeah, yeah. Uh, in the early 70s, like yeah. uh, 50 years ago. Yeah. Tom uh, Tom Collins, there's a, there's a section of the book at the end there when just looking at the domestically. Me- it start start a chapter so uh, that's all right everything's all right there in theory but you know when you get into and if you're thinking that way then you're right like because because uh, as coaching is messy yeah you know and, and there's the tough things like like very very skillful players who are not highly motivated yeah. and um you you have uh, parents um uh, in involvement uh, and you you have um the hardest thing in coaching is picking teams yeah. selection is the hardest thing in po in coaching uh but but another one is is the politics that's why i always enjoyed coaching in the school because it was not That's the time mean, the school might have been able to do things we wanted to do but yeah. to, if, if they weren't it's just because we didn't have the resources it yeah. wasn't that there was anyone playing political games <laughs> behind yeah. it but um but tom i was saying that administrators can have huge influence on. What happens on the ground? And Tom Collins was that was, was that person. He was he was from Clareby, He lived in Killinard, and he, he was he was put over um, school boys and schoolgirls basketball um, in the early eighties, and um, he transformed the game in in the country. And he brought in um, lots. of he, he brought in the idea that's behind kind of goal games. Yeah. He, he brought in four quarters into first and second year he scrapped under-14 because the first years, a lot of first years weren't getting on Strong, teams. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so So to this day now, there's no under-14 schools basketball. There's first year, there's second year, and then you start under-16, but you're you're playing then, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, in, you're yeah, going yeah. To get, and uh, the four quarters, you could only play one quarter in the first half, one quarter in the second half. And I remember the first year he brought it in, we we played, um, we played a regional final and the team we played against came down to the final with seven players and, um, and Maria they had kind of seven good ones t- two seven good ones yeah. Yeah, they, they, had, they had girls sick and girls injured yeah, yeah. but they played their best players the whole game yeah. through but yeah. the following September when the fixtures came Tom had made a, a change on the rules that if you arrived with less than ten players that you forfeited the game and played a challenge game yeah, yeah. and that's a long time ago that's, b- that's back in the 80s and uh and uh, I've never gone to a game since that there wasn't 10 players. And yeah. sometimes we might have A and B teams or sometimes A, B and C teams yeah. and I'd be coming in the gate at the old school and the girls would be waiting for you in the morning and said, um, you know, uh, Mary Jo's uh, uh, out sick, Pat, we only we only have nine. It says, well, you know, girls, the rule, you know, the rule. Like, yeah. and, and so you can't be messing about the B team. They're going well now. You can't yeah. be taking their players. Or yeah. And at 11 o'clock, we'll be ready for getting the bus. It says, uh, you know, we have... Joan is going. It's going to go. She plays a bit of football, yeah. and we've never g- the get The lads get so and well, some. And yeah. some of the sometimes the player that <laughs> the girl that they got to play instead playing. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But but Tom had a huge influence, and um, and you know that's Tim. You know since I suppose that the Celtic Tiger in modern day we 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 have um, a stronger image of ourselves. Yeah. Like but at, at that time the, the the Scottish Basketball Board decided to. Um, to appoint a similar position in Scotland, and at that time it was very irregular that um, his first duty was to go to Ireland and spend a week with Tom Collins and to find out what they were doing in Ireland. See, you know, like yeah. which, which, which was a kind of an overturn of what. Normally, normally would
0: happen. Happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember Joe Hickey was a person I would say. He to talk, but people might have had influence on you. He was at my primary school principal in Rat and he was a he'd a great t- big picture. He'd see every the big thing and everything. But I remember him small school, and he was a great football coach. and His philosophy and all that was brilliant, real simple, but you know, brilliant. And you remember things he'd say saying it. But during the summer months, he used to have an internal football tournament. Now it might have been it was sort of competitive. There was no trophy or anything, but it was four or five aside. 5th and 6th, 4th, I think it would have been 3rd, 4th, 5th and 6th class and there'd have to be a 3rd class and each student and a 4th class and a 5th class and 6th class and it was absolutely brilliant. Five-a-side Gaelic football at the back of the school. And you're talking about go games, like that was 20, 25 years before go games was ever heard yeah, of yeah, and yeah. this thing of like f- small-sided games where everyone gets loads of the ball and it's not the big lump of 15 v 15 and in small yeah. spaces and that and I see it myself when I go with kids, the difference that can be made from even going from 6v6 six six to 5v5 five five or 4v4 four four. it's just phenomenal percentage wise the amount of times a kid gets the ball just goes through the roof like yeah, in, in, yeah, in those small yeah. switches
1: um, yeah, and Joe um, Joe had um, Joe, Joe had the 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 um, idea about the no homework he was yeah, I think right, he could yeah. have been one of the first in the country to to, to think that way yeah. like that that instead of the homework, to sh- to read books and tell yeah. stories and go out and yeah. play with their parents, yeah, look at the news, stuff like that. Look at the news yeah. and and yeah. Uh, you know, was, uh, so so he was definitely ahead of his time. He was ahead of his definitely time, he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I should yeah. get Joe in for a podcast. He mightn't be the most talkative in certain ways, but he's great stories and a great mind. Um, and I think I haven't checked this out, but I think Rat National School has the most elected representatives of anywhere in the country. There's more. Ele- there's Two Fine Gael, this got off topic, but there's two Fine Gael County councillors, there's a Sinn Féin TD, there's a girl who went for the SDLP up in Belfast, and there was a young yeah. fellow who went for the presidency of Ogre of All. and Joe himself w- would have spoke at Labour conferences over the years. So, like... Yeah, yeah. Th- whatever he was doing he was <laughs> he was instilling and that's across the board you know yes, yeah. um, I might even be leaving someone out at that like, but uh, no, a remarkable man and a, a remarkable educator and that's the influence that he uh, w- you know th- th- that's th- what you teachers and coaches do you influence people uh, through the years um, you still get as much love out of coaching now as you ever did Pat I do yeah yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a, a sort of uh, huge energy for it yeah. like yeah and uh, and um, and um, like overall in 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 more re- recent years, actually, probably since that night down in Saint Bridges, I've have um k- kind of looked more at um, my own my own school, my club, and and county. Like since then. Um, that's that's where I've done mo- most of my co- yeah. coaching. now is with school and the club, yeah. you know. Like,
0: and, uh, you, and you're retired from school, crease three, but like we ca- we can't hold this interview up too long because you're going back in to teach and uh, coach the team here now this afternoon. You're still very involved in school, crease three. Yeah, and,
1: we, and we've a great. Um, we've built up a, a huge tradition in the school, and we've a great. Um, that's what sort I'm of saying about team cohesion. Like the, the all, all the teachers and coaches and the whole school is is a team as well, yeah. and, and there's great. Uh, there's great camaraderie and there's there's, um, there's a great vision there and uh, we, we've we've great teachers um, involved and you know we, we, we would have always done basketball skills coaching during the summer it's tradition of of, of the school going back 30 years now but yeah, yeah. Uh, but after the I was out centre John Scully's Coaching with us With the football And we are saying you wonder know, would the girls Come in for football skills And uh, after the Covid Because they'd missed out yeah, And yeah. I like was we said We tried And sure This summer now e- Every Monday morning Like at times For the younger session We had we had 28 one morning During
0: the summer holidays
1: During the summer holidays yeah. And we had three teachers Liam Whelan and, and John uh, And myself so, so Most Most Mondays We had three teachers In, order in the, the middle of the holidays, summer like, yeah. And uh, And um and we we had a great summer, and we, we uh, this summer was our best summer for basketball as well yes. for the younger age group. The older age group, when they get to sixteen, now they're working, you know, oh, and, yes. and there's such yeah, yeah. things happening. But uh, yeah. and so uh,
0: you had kids coming in during the summer holidays for basketball coaching and football coaching. Yeah, school, we did, three. did basketball on Wednesday. And we oh, did, yeah.
1: and our mo- our motto is um uh, for for that over the years has been that we 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 develop players during the summer and uh, teams during the win during the win during the in season. And yeah. it's the opposite. Our seasons are opposite to the club season. Of you course, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The other thing, obviously, like I, I, um, I bumped into Angela Casey this morning, and I was showing her the book, and she said, "I oh, without all books and get the book." Like, and I met her a couple of weeks ago, coaching her own kids. T- they were playing with the Rock, and that. Um, it's must be a satisfaction to you to see people you coached now coaching teams and passing on, and probably be little bits and pieces that they're uh, that they're moving on to the next generation as well. Yeah, yes. Um. You,
1: you know when 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 you help develop players it's fantastic but if you if you help develop a coach like then yeah, then again. then that's better again because it's it it's generational um and uh, you know we had we had Geraldine Flynn with us um um before she transferred back down to Cork and we fought multiple All Ireland winner and with Cork yeah, and taught and with you in school three yeah right, yeah <laughs> and and um and Geraldine taught under Eamon, Ryan anyone yeah. who hasn't seen that that uh, program on Eamon and Moshter. Uh, it's it's really well worked yeah, and, yeah. And, and we learned through Geraldine from yeah. Eamon. Yeah. You know, like an, and um
0: I see there is no Flynn drill in the book. I know you're against Flynn drills dream. or like the yeah, idea, yeah. but there is no yeah, flint. There's some learn. drills in the book like Yeah, yeah. and,
1: and something like Eamon Charlie would say about it, Eamon like some simple drills yeah. just uh, we, we we call it the Flynn shooting drill. Yeah. It's one of Eamon Ryan's and he had a, a simple blocking down yeah. one as well, that uh, the triangle blocking one, and and Just again, it again, awesome. it's, it's 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 repetition and yeah. it's a uh, and um, you know he was incredible in that uh, in in that program uh, when Nola Cleary retired, yeah. she was left footed, but he, he coached both sides yeah. all the time and and on the phone when she rang, she was older than the other girls. She was the first to retire from that group, um, and Eamon said. Um, do you re- realise, Nolik, that there was two All Ireland finals that you kicked a pint with your right foot, and we won by a pint, yeah. and Nolik didn't even think that thi- wasn't even thinking that way herself. And and Geraldine, after she came back from her range, having the the famous um, comeback uh, from Against from Dublin, from Dublin yeah. uh, she had missed a shot from just about that spot, and uh, and then she nailed the winning one, and. And Eamon was trying to probe into it. Geraldine, do you think it was that drill that we cut, co- the constant repetition that you just forgot? You just went into the the flow of it, no one, yeah. of 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 so many times doing it, and you put it over the bar, you know. And then um, uh, and getting back to a- to Angela and, and the girls, we had great times with with the school and and um, but also with leash ladies. And there's references to saying, so we d- we did a little bit of um, peer feedback, which is. Which you don't do very often because you have to have a very high trust levels built okay. up for it to do it, and that worked really, really well. But I remember Mary Ram's bottom was um, got most of those girls playing football first the community games over in Strabley and Timahoe, and the girls were coming in and. Um, but uh, and I remember talking about the 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 Aramata of developing players during the summer and, and uh, teams during the win L- like those summer sessions were skill sessions so but we used to do an extra football skill session in the nun's garden we had no portable goals there and um, sometimes you wouldn't have too many it's day o- yeah. on, on a Friday um, but you'd always have the Casey's and you'd always have the Cals yeah. you know like and uh, so it was Mary and Angela and Liz and Jolene and, and uh, yeah and Nula and we had the so uh, yeah. I remember pulling into Dunn's pub in Strabbley on the way home from a match and the Leash ladies minor team had played and um, I met Mary Roundswoman, and she was beaming like, a, and she said, to Pat, uh, Angela took a shot. She was. She faced over to the sideline, and she. I was we were saying, what's she going? She's going to kick it over the sideline, and and then she kicked the ball, and it curled and curled yeah. and curled, and it it landed on over the crossbar, and, yeah. and landed on the net, like, and yeah. uh, and that was the the curly kicking the kick, that, yeah. that that we were practicing in the nuns' yeah, garden, you really, know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. The other um, you're you, you your dad regularly in the book, and I love the story you were having a pint with Barry Slattery and Paul. Is it Paul Maron? Oh, right, oh, Paul, Paul, yeah, in and tell te- te- and that that feeds into like being nice to people and building a relationship with them. And the other, I'm not so sure if it features in this book because I've only gone through the first, but in, in Hungry Hill, it features heavily is that 1981 breakthrough success with Port Leash and Rat Downey and how much it meant to people. And the whole thing sort of comes at the connections with people and and uh, the sort of like I suppose if being nice to people and, and making those connections is so so important.
1: It, it is like, I mean, um. Yeah, actually, um, Paul Wright's sister started teaching me this now dish right. this year, yeah. and um, and uh, uh, Maria and um, w- and just when I met her the other day, I was just telling a few teachers that was there about that night, and um, uh, I'd go for a pint with Daddy on a Friday night, and um, and then I was meeting Paul and Barry. so I said I'm meeting my me dad there for some the old pegs down yeah. down there, and uh, she'll meet you later. I no, no, sure we will come meeting when she met her. He knew. Barry's dad from from the football and um,
0: Gracefield with
1: Gracefield and and he started talking about the football and and this big row that it was and all the stories and without anyone saying anything uh, dad realised that Paul Wright was completely out of the conversation he 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 wasn't into football or sport or anything like that and and without anyone saying anything he he just changed and started telling Paddy Day stories and jokes and everything and then we were all uh, laughing and they they never forgot that and he was very n- nice to Paul. Yeah, yeah. and the point I was making sometimes that um, when I was a year ahead of you were giving a talk or something. I said that you know Dad left school after primary school. That's what his generation did. He he worked. He didn't do the intercert or the leaving cert. He didn't get five hundred CAO points, but but he learned along way along the way to be nice to people, yeah. and he was nice to Paul. And they remember that. Uh, remember the night of his funeral. They they, yeah. they mentioned that night like, and um. So that's uh, that's one of the influences uh, through ma'am and dad like that uh, that that uh, as a coach that you're nice to people. No, dad to say you still have to select the team, course, and, yeah, yeah. you know, and 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 you have to um um tell
0: be t- t- tough at times, to be tough like, like, yeah. like for
1: and and to get the best out of people. Yeah. But uh, but but you you know you don't have to be um roaring and shouting and yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah, yeah. and 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 uh, to get that get it across like because because uh, I know you don't have to because we've had success yeah. right across the board with uh, all sorts of teams and players and everything have uh, g- having a, a getting a good rapport with people Team, and, yeah. and getting them motivated to uh, like um, even go back to George July with with the hurling like we 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 didn't uh, not go to training because we were afraid of him. What yeah. he'd say, and we, we we went and trained hard and uh, and got that camaraderie going because we respected him. Yeah. You know, like and and, and we uh, we liked them yeah, and, it, uh, yeah. and we, we played for him. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anything else you'd like to say about the book, Pat? It's it's available now in all books. Um. A uh, coaching way insights, strategies, and tools for successful coaching. I notice in the blue and white on the front, it's blue and white, no, no green and white, it's blue and white elite. I'm sure that's deliberate, is it? Yeah, I
1: think the green and white is on the inside. Oh, the green and white there, is on yeah. the inside, yeah. sorry.
0: Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, no, listen, It's would say um, hopefully that, that it's a book that would be a benefit to coaches of all levels and, and even all sports. Like uh, I know most references would be basketball and Gaelic football. Get games football and hurling but 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 um, but a lot of the stuff is generic to coaching and any uh, any sport and and a lot of books that I would have read o- over the years the first thing it will do is reaffirm a lot of the things you're doing yeah. you know like and it, it might maybe maybe place it into where it where it fits Long into the yes. big picture a little bit better um, and then there's uh, there's other things that uh, will give you ideas for to start doing something that you might have never done before. Uh, but probably um, maybe the most important thing is that I would, ho- I would hope that it would, uh, it would, it would make uh, coaches reflect on what they're doing. And maybe in that reflection, they might change some of their, their behaviours or, or not their be- just their behaviours, but of, of how they coach maybe or, or what they coach Um so so um so that might might be the, the three things to that they would take out mm-hmm. and that uh, and that basically that it helps coaches on their on, on yeah. their coaching journey.
0: You might not know who it helps either. I'm gonna get you to tell the story of the Mexican fisherman as well, which is another relevant one to teaching and coaching. Yeah
1: yeah. Like look like it's I think it's one of the best ever um um stories for about it is to to uh, the the, the, the mexican fisherman he was he was uh, on the beach and th- that part of Mexico at that time of the year that the um there's there's thousands of starfish washed up and because of the the tides uh, at that time and the heat of the sun um the the tide won't come back in to save them yeah. and he was uh, picking up starfish and throwing them into the water and there was an American couple on vacation they don't go on holidays they go on vacation and and they were gradually catching up with him when they caught up with him, the American said, uh, uh, you know, hey man, what are you doing? He says, there's thousands of starfish. Hey man, you, just, you can't save them all, you know, and the uh, Mexican fisherman didn't reply first and he picked up a starfish and threw it into the water and he said, uh, well, he says, I saved that one. You <laughs> know, like, and and the message for, for coaches and teachers is that, um, that sometimes you, you do make a difference and sometimes you don't and mostly you never know yeah. you know especially training younger teams you know or even teaching and you know they'll they, they leave the school and they go you might never see them again in your life you know and um, and, uh, and on occasions maybe a, a coach or a teacher would, would meet a past player or in and, and would mention so, um, do you remember that bit of advice you gave me or you said something or just was having a bad old day there and when I we went to the session there you complimented you know just one little incident there that could have made a difference to somebody you and know you
0: would have forgotten it in an instant and, nearly and yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, and lots of times the the coach doesn't know that but you've got to throw the next starfish and you know, you've to got to keep to working at the call face and yeah. keep doing what you're doing you know
0: yeah um, <laughs> Brilliant! Rook. I really enjoy the chat. I'm really enjoying the book. I'm sort of halfway through it. Um, a coaching way: insights, strategies, and tools for successful coaching. You're having a launch party in the Midlands Park Hotel. Just tell us about that before we finish up. Um,
1: yeah, we, we, we um to to book is on sale on all books uh, in in the bookstore and online, okay. and um, uh, we, we're we're going to put in place a um a a, a bundle for 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 clubs or schools um so so you can get. 10 books for the, the books retailing at 15 euros so, so 125 euros so you'd save 25 euros okay. in a, but, it, but the idea is that maybe a club or a school might get a bundle of 10 and, and give the books out to their coaches That's as the a right. resource. you know yeah. um, I know a lot of clubs now would be more than that, for one session for an external coach, into yeah, exactly. one sure session for senior yeah, team, so yeah. so to yeah. be a good investment on the coaching
0: circuit over the years, Pat. But you didn't, you could, you could have been the greatest journeyman of all time if you wanted. It never appealed to you, did it?
1: It did not really no, no, yeah. no. no. Um, but uh, and the lunch tennis in the Midland Park, and uh, it's a Wednesday night, the 18th of October. Okay. So and we're hoping to have a, a a discussion on on coaching in general, and maybe topics that will come up from from the book, uh, so that. That uh should be uh a, a, a good good night nice, and good night yeah. for, for people in coaches to come
0: to. Brilliant. I'm looking forward to volume two, Pat. When will that be out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: i won't be for a while now <laughs> for a while.
0: look Pat a coaching way insight strategies and tools for successful coaching from the great Pat Critchley it's out now it's in All Books on the All Books website available and there will be a, co- uh, a, a club deal or a group deal as well as well as the launch there will be plenty of coverage on Leash today over the next couple of weeks we'll do a couple of extracts of the book uh, we'll help out in whatever way you can because we've made a huge influence across various communities and clubs in that in Leash and beyond and if there's anything in Leash today that we can do to help over the next while we absolutely will Pat Critchley thanks very much for your time
1: Thank you. Thank you.